all right so we are live um i'm going to start with a brief brief introduction of the podcast then i'm going to introduce you and then we're going to get into the questions right so sure do a screen share first and can you please tell me if you can share see my screen i can okay perfect all right so welcome to the remarketing podcast my name is jerome lewis i'm your host for today and the remarketing podcast has two purposes our content is for marketing tech and business leadership uh, and we're for real estate agents real estate investors and real estate entrepreneurs now again to reiterate we have two purposes our two purposes are one for you jake to spotlight you your business your service or your product in a way that provides value to you including market exposure and content creation number two is to educate and inform our audience and our listeners all right so today we have jake torberman jake is an accomplished retail banking professional that switched to a full-time real estate career. As a licensed real estate agent at Homestar Realty, Jake is able to draw on his many years of banking experience and provide his clients with a new level of professionalism for all their real estate needs. As an agent, he advises clients on everything from searching for a property through negotiating, mortgage acquisition, and closing on the property of their dreams. As an investor and a landlord, Jake shares his experiences, both positive and negative, and helps his clients decide what is best for them, their business, and their family. Jake, welcome to the podcast. Happy to have you here. Thank you for having, Jerome. Absolutely. So uh, the way our structure works is, I, I told you a little bit earlier, we like to do like a question-answer format. And But before we get into those questions and answers, what I want to do is I'm going to call on you, and I want you to tell us, in your own words, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Um, I am a realtor that uh, basically helps others to not just buy and sell a property, but really advocate for them. Um, one of my biggest things that I have uh, learned being an investor, which actually have been an investor a lot longer than a realtor, almost uh, 10 years. Um, so that vast knowledge of uh, what landlords uh, can anticipate and what potholes that are going to be uh, in the future of future landlords um, is uh, quite vast. And so a lot of folks do tend to lean on me for those types of resources. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate that. And we're all about we want to talk to people who are in real estate involved, investing, real estate agent. Doesn't matter. We want to talk about those people. So um, I have a few questions for you and we're going to go down the line. We're going to start with some business questions then we're going to go personal and then we're going to go to the closing table, which I like to call it. That'll be the final round. Right. So the first question that I kind of have for you, right, is in your opinion, what is the most important personality trait or strength that someone would need to work in your industry and your profession? Hmm. Um, I think someone that has either thick skin or someone who does not really care too much about what others think of themselves. Um, so if there's others that have a certain um, impression or like to have a certain type of uh, appeal to them if they are too busy worrying about what others are thinking it causes uh, or could completely deter someone's uh, ability to get to their goals okay and i want to ask you like a follow-up question to that and were you always so basically you need to have tough skin and you can't really worry how others perceive you let me ask were you always that way or is it something that you developed in this career or another past career um well actually 
I am very sensitive to what others think of me, honestly. I I have the personality where I always want to be liked and appreciated and uh, looked in the best light. Uh, but at the same time, I, just because it's my weakness doesn't necessarily mean that I can't be aware of it and do something about it. So that's interesting because you're like i always want to be like and i want to tell you from my perspective ever since i've known you and met you you've always been likable so whatever you do whatever your magic is you got it you got it going on i i've always liked you i'm like that's a very likable guy Thank you. so you're the welcome. feeling is mutual yeah so uh next question i have for you is what is one piece of advice you would give to someone starting in your career and i want to break that into two segments right so you're an investor you were an investor first right so i want to get your perspective as an investor right and then i also want to get your perspective as a realtor right so let's start first with the investor perspective um having a goal in mind uh meaning why would someone want to become an investor there has to be an underlying reason um a drive once you have an understanding of what that goal is then to be able to get someone who has experience and can hold your hand through that process but without actually having a goal without having a vision what the three to five seven year plan is going to look like it's very difficult and you could really really hurt yourself and uh limit your growth potential what, on the go ahead i was going to say would you say on the retail side is the same is it different or as a realtor on the realtor side is quite different um i if i was to start from day one today i would team up with a really strong producer or a team of producers um that have a specialty um some sort of a specialty whether it's working with investors whether it's uh really strong on the buyer side or on the listing side so this way you could get the best knowledge in the shortest amount of time and to be an asset to them because folks nowadays need as much help as possible i know i do okay and so i want to follow like a follow-up question i get always like sometimes you get feedback pushback right so in marketing we say like you specialize in one thing and then later on you want to branch out right so i'm trying to align that to what you said in in terms of specializing as a real estate professional right a lot of people they want to go wide we call it and do like just about everything so do you have do you have any aversions to going wide or, or like why do you suggest specializing specifically Specifically specializing in buyers, for instance, being able to be a strong buyer's agent allows you to see how others uh, on a listing side operate. Now you could see how others are protecting their clients on the listing side. You get to learn a lot more and be a better advocate. Okay, appreciate that. So the next question, I, I appreciate having like dual agent people right because you can answer like two different questions and get two different perspectives right so well the same question and the next question i have for you did you always want to be a realtor right and then the next question after that will be did you always want to be an investor i never even thought about being a realtor i've always wanted to be a banker and uh, right out of college i was a bank uh banker and uh, i loved it and being a 
banker, I realized that a lot of the time, a lot of my clients are in fact investors and they had a quality of life that uh, it was quite intriguing and they owned properties. And that is where I started to dabble and purchase rental properties. Right. Okay. Appreciate that. So you knocked out both questions with that one. And uh, next, I want to get into like the personal questions a little bit. So I want to be going to we want to learn about Jake, like as a person. So if you could be remembered for one thing, what would that be? I want to be known for helping others. Uh, really, at the end of the day, it's all about positioning others to succeed. And if uh, one can do that, um, they tend to think of you when it's time for them to need the, your services. I So personally, I've been through like this phase in my life where I like had to work on myself in order to help others. Uh, when you say help others, I think sometimes people get confused and they think that they can help others without helping themselves or vice versa. Could you talk about that a little bit, like those two things? Yeah, um, in order, for, I'll give an example. One of the things that I love doing is I had a certain goal for last year to donate it to non-for-profits. And this year I want to increase that, but I can't just do that because of my sheer willingness i need to be able to have the revenues to justify that to be able to do that so just to answer your question yes i need to be stronger on on the producer side to be a better philanthropist but at the same time to help others i want to be able to and i have been connecting them making introductions what's important to you for instance who can i introduce you to that can essentially elevate your production and your uh revenues uh uh, that much more. And so I just want to give a testimonial because we had a conversation. We were supposed to do this interview yesterday, I think, and I dropped the ball a little bit. And but what we did with that time was we talked about some ways we could help each other. And you brought a lot of value to me. You gave me that input and that advice about joining a chamber of commerce. And you were looking for nothing from it. So I just want to give that testimonial to you. I really, really appreciate that. So thank you. And that's a testimonial Absolutely. for what you just said. So Thank you. You're welcome. So next is what's the best compliment that you've ever gotten? Um, just being generous, really, and thoughtful. That's uh, nowadays consideration is really not as common um, as we should be seeing and hearing. So generosity and thoughtfulness was definitely goes uh, uh, a long way. Would you say there's ever a point where you were too generous to someone? Oh, absolutely. Um, at one point, there was a an instance where I was way too generous and this individual took advantage of that. Um, and I realized I can do one of two things. I could stop being generous and completely change my personality and do more harm to myself and others around me. Or I could say, I learned. I'm taking something away from this individual, from this situation, but I am not gonna allow that individual to change my personality. I'm just gonna continue plugging away and plugging forward. Okay, would, in your perspective, right? Cause I, I struggle with this a little bit myself. Sometimes I could be, be too generous. When do you realize that you're being too generous? Like what's the light bulb that goes off? Like, okay, I need to stop. I need to pull back or I need to change something here. Two strikes. The first strike when someone really, you know, 
when you're when you're looking at that situation, how would a, a typical individual do it? Is, was there any intent? Um, I usually give a benefit of the doubt to that individual, and then uh, the second time it happens, that's it. Okay. All right. We're going to move on to the next question. If you could go back and give your 18 year old self one piece of advice, what would it be? <laughs> I would say buy a duplex or a triplex. Don't wait. <laughs> does so? Let me ask you. Uh, does it matter what market? Does it matter what price? Can we talk about some details on buying that duplex? How should we buy it? Each person has their own vision of uh, where, how. Um, it doesn't really matter. Um, I didn't know what my vision was going to be when I first bought my duplex. But when I saw a second acquisition and a third acquisition, I started to see a pattern. Um, and then you could always either deviate from that pattern or continue to move forward. So you may don't wait to see a pattern. Just make do actions. That's all. Okay, when you when you say when you talk about that pattern of purchasing a duplex, what was it? Is it a positive pattern, negative? And what was that pattern? Uh, in terms of uh, the location, in terms of uh, was it an A property, a B property, or a C property, or and tenants? So again, too many people start overanalyzing a particular property and what it may potentially do for them. But again, at eighteen, just buy anything and learn from it and see where uh, it goes. So you mentioned something that always comes up and just entrepreneurship in general, analysis paralysis. Do you have any insight or input on how to kind of get over that analysis paralysis? I see that quite a bit, both from uh, first time homeowners that want to for occupants as well as investors. They talk about various ratios, cash on cash return and all these different things. And they become experts at all the all the terminologies. Um, but unfortunately, uh, that's all they become. And uh, I say, don't worry about the terminology. Keep things simple and uh, get your toe in the water you know then get your ankle in the water and uh do it conservatively there's there are conservative ways of doing it and uh get someone to help you and hold your hand someone that you could lean on with a text or call at 10 o'clock at night who so you 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 answered that perfectly because i wanted to next ask you about like mentorship coaching like what's your perspective on that on the real estate uh, realtor side, I absolutely adore helping and holding hands. Um, I do have uh, colleagues that lean on me on that respect. They in turn help me with other things that I can't get my uh, you know enough time to handle. And on the client side, I have folks that are recent college graduates. Um, I have um, physicians that have been physicians for over 30 years and all walks of life folks that want to just, Jake, I have a question, I have a concern, whether it's a one-off text message or a phone call, it, it, I'm always available. Thanks. I appreciate that. And um, could you talk about networking? Because that's, we met, uh, we met networking, right? We met through some local RIA groups. Can you just talk about the importance of networking and how it has influenced in your life? Absolutely. Um, I belong to probably five networking groups, uh, some of which are either on a weekly basis, others are maybe on a monthly basis. But what it allows me to do is help 
each and every single person in that particular group to be connected to others. And people tend to see me with other groups and they always ask me if I have a recommendation on this particular specialty or that specialty. So to be able to be a networker, it has been quite instrumental um, in in both on the real estate side uh, as a realtor and then also as an investor because now those clients or potential clients lean on me and say, hey, can you assist with something that uh, may need another channel? Thank you, Jake. I appreciate that. So we're coming up on the closing table. I got uh, three questions for you around that, right? So the first question that we have is, what are three movies you'd recommend to the audience and why? You know what? There's so many awesome movies, um, but really the only one that stands out, I would say, is Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Um, I, I, You know what? You... Anything sales oriented, you definitely want to. Yeah, you definitely want to see. Although it is an extreme of of any um, of any sales uh, atmosphere, and that's how sales folks get their bad reputation, if you would. But really, having an understanding of uh, what salespeople do and how they think is uh, quite important, and to be able to relate to your consumer. Okay, so with that, uh, since we only have one movie are there any books that you would recommend to the audience going back to um sales i've always enjoyed zig ziglar um him knowing um and caring about his clientele um no matter whether it's 20 30 40 years ago it still resonates the human connection I, I highly encourage uh, those uh, that really want to learn how to truly connect um, with others um, in the sales and non-sales environment. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate that. And I want to give you a compliment. You are very concise, right? Concise. So to the point, I like that. Thank I you. appreciate that. Absolutely. So next question that I have for you, and then we got one more after, right? What's one question you wish I'd asked you and how would you have answered it? Huh. Um, you really we, we got it did a good job. I can't. Yeah, I I can't think of anything else that uh, I would uh, that I would add. Okay, Jake, I appreciate you. The final question that I have for you is: Where can we learn more about you online? You feel free to reach out to me either LinkedIn or just as JakeRealEstate.com. Um, you can. Uh, anywhere pretty much from Instagram at Realtor Jake Toyberman. Okay. Um, anytime you have any questions. Thank you, Jake. I really appreciate that. And we'll get all your links inside of the show notes and then we'll kind of proceed from there. Jake, do you have any final closing statements? One of the biggest things that I always try to share with others that lean on me for questions and as a resource, when tomorrow comes and you look back at today, will you have any regrets? So if you have a regret, go do it. Okay. Because the worst thing in life is uh, having those regrets. So what, what, what could have been? And uh, I'm not willing to settle for those uh, feelings. Jake, really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, th that wraps up our questions. And we'll put everything in the show notes. Um, appreciate you. Would love to have you back in the near future.
Thank you for having. Absolutely.